Um, I just haven't pushed go live yet, but everything I'm just kind of uh, looks like that's the last step. Uh, it does. Okay, awesome. All right. It looks like we are going live. Excited to be here. Awesome, guys. Well, welcome to this live stream crypto training. My name is Mike Walker. I'm the lead faculty of crypto here at Levels of Wealth. And my job is simply to help take the complexity out of crypto so that you can learn and apply the amazing opportunities and benefits that crypto can provide you on your own wealth journey. On today's show, we're going to be covering a lot of information. But as promised, we're going to keep things as simple as possible. And I believe that's important because if we're truly going to usher in the benefits of crypto and Web3 to all our friends, family, communities, etc., then it doesn't matter how much metaverse, degen, gaming, NFT, minting, down the rabbit hole we're going, if no one can follow us, right? We've got to make crypto as accessible as possible. And that's exactly the purpose of this live stream crypto training. So today we're going to be covering some fundamentals here on topic that most people don't even realize how important it is until they unfortunately realize how important it is, especially in light of what's been happening around the globe lately. So let's dive in. We're going to be moving quick. Today's topic is the importance of decentralization and blockchain technology. We're going to break these down into four simple parts. Um, number one, what is blockchain and how does this technology actually impact you personally? Number two, what decentralization even means and its use cases when applied to blockchain technology. Number three, we're going to look at decentralization versus centralization, the pros and cons of both, and there are many. And then lastly, number four, we're going to take a quick look at DeFi and the future of personal finance. And this is a big one for everybody here as you guys join me. So I'm glad to have you here. As we wrap up, I'm going to actually be sharing a little bit about what's coming here at Levels of Wealth within the crypto space. Really excited to be here with you guys. So let's dive in. What is blockchain? I just want to cover some super basics here just to make sure we're all talking the same language. A blockchain is simply a distributed database that is shared across a network of computers. So the more computers or nodes that a blockchain has, the more decentralized it becomes, and therefore it's more secure. So if you can imagine you have two computers in your network, well, if one goes down, you're in trouble, right? So if you have 10,000 computers or nodes in your network, if one goes down, you still have 9,999 to go, right? So the larger, more expansive the, the network, the more secure it is. Very, very simple. Now, blockchain plays a crucial role in cryptocurrency systems like Bitcoin by maintaining a secure and decentralized record of transactions. So these transactions guarantee a trustless format where there's no central source or authority storing and validating the information. And we're going to talk about more, more on that soon. Now, each block has a storage limit and once filled is linked to the previous block. So thus creating a link, a new link in the chain that has irreversible timestamps and can't be altered or removed. And we're going to be discussing why all of this matters uh, here as we roll through. Now, 
we understand what blockchain is, that's great. But what is decentralization, right? Let's just make sure we're 100% clear on what that is. In blockchain, decentralization refers to the transfer of control and decision making from a centralized entity, whether that be a, um, you know, an individual or organization, a group, a government, what have you. It moves it from them, a centralization point to a distributed network, again, a, just a, a whole network of nodes. So Bitcoin, for example, does not have a central authority. The Bitcoin network is peer to peer with with uh, without central servers. And the network has no central storage. There's therefore there's no um, central source or or weak point that uh, is presented in the Bitcoin um, network. All right. Or blockchain rather. Now let's talk about the decentralization versus centralization, the pros and cons. This is a big one. This comes up a lot. And it's going to come up a lot more, especially as we move more and more into web three and the benefits, the pros and cons that that presents. Decentralization is gaining widespread adoption though. And as we cover some of these differences, I think you'll, you'll definitely see why. You know, centralization simply means that a central authority is in control of the data and functions of that platform. It's pretty easy to understand. So if you're using, you know, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, WhatsApp, Google, et cetera, then the company has complete control over the different aspects of their features, including the ability to decide who and who cannot join the platform. And we've seen a lot of that lately. So another example would be sending an email. We've all done that, right? The moment you send an email to another person, the email server provider has knowledge of what you sent and when you sent it. This information is stored privately without any kind of identifier, but the email service in any case has a copy of that information. So in short, centralized services have your information stored with your consent. If you remember the first time you created an account on Facebook, Gmail, whatever, you had to give them your full name, your nationality, date of birth, uh, any other information that was required to register on the platform, right? But in a decentralized blockchain network, no one has to know or trust anyone else. So Bitcoin's decentralization enables this virtual currency to reach any part of the world because a person needs only a smartphone or computer or network to join and, and participate in that peer-to-peer -peer transaction. Now, one of the most significant advantages of decentralization is that the users are in full control of their transactions. This means that they can start a transaction when they want without the need for some other party to authorize you know, the, the transaction. It's a big deal, especially in third world countries. So decentralization also means censorship or less censorship rather, you know, in a centralized system, there are more chances that information can be censored, just like we've been seeing a lot on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, etc. right? There are certain words you can and cannot say. However, the decentralized network is less prone to censorship. And therefore, there's no central authority that could potentially just pull all your data down. Now, this is a big topic. We could spend 30 minutes just on the topic of decentralization, especially in the, the category of social media. Um, if you haven't already, I'd strongly encourage you to check out a group called DESO.org, D-E-S-O.org, DESO.org. It's a really good example of decentralized social media. Um, they're certainly not the only one, but they, they're definitely making good waves in that space. And it's exciting to see what the potential could be for social media in decentralization and hopefully someday where we truly own our own content. Now, as good as all that is, there are actually some disadvantages to decentralization. And 
again, for the sake of time, we're not going to cover all of them, but I want to cover three big ones that tend, tend to come up quite a bit. Number one is conflict. Just in its scalability and its structure over time, as new platforms and technologies are introduced, just trying to get all this stuff to work together is tough if everybody's off doing their own thing, right? There's no centralization point. There's no um, kind of homogenous zone that everybody's working off of or towards. Everybody's kind of going their different way. And, and it's not that it, that's not insurmountable, but it just creates some, some conflict and challenges there. The big one, I would say, probably one of the biggest, if not the biggest, would be crime. And that, you know, being decentralized means it's anonymous. And therefore, if you have bad actors on a platform, unfortunately, there are many on any platform, then it's just that much easier for somebody to get away with whatever it may be doing. Um, because it is an anonymous platform versus something more centralized, where, for example, if you're on some of these platforms, and someone scams you out of your money, there's no recourse, there's no one to go talk to and say, Hey, you know, help me get my money back. Now we've seen some variations of that. But the reality is that it's still very much the Wild West. And when it comes to decentralization, you really do need to be careful because the repercussions of um, you know, getting your money back or getting your identity back or anything like that can be certainly much, much more difficult. Now, the, the last one is of the three that we'll talk about in disadvantages is the volatility, specifically to the cryptocurrencies that are connected to the blockchain. And that's simply because the price, price movements are, um, you know, they're just highly more exposed to the platform's adoption rate and backed, and they're not backed by, you know, central government institution or authorities. So it's just way more volatile. And now that presents some good things and some, uh, some challenges and some benefits if you know what you're doing. But at the end of the day, it just causes a lot more volatility that you would see in, you know, a more um, traditional finance or, or um, you know, form of currency. Now, as we wrap up on this topic, I want to talk about or rather take a quick look at DeFi, because this is a topic that's really going to touch a lot of us, especially in the coming years, if it hasn't already. Now we can go really deep down this hole. This presents a lot of awesome opportunities. This is something that we're going to revisit multiple times and get way more detailed. So this is just going to be kind of a little touch on the top of things right now. Um, because for the sake of time, again, I don't want to go too deep down the rabbit hole on this one. But a quick look at DeFi Let's start off with some basics, just to make sure, again, that everyone's talking the same language. So DeFi is this shorthand for decentralized finance. It's a catch-all term for a group of financial tools that are built on the blockchain. Now, the idea is to allow anyone with internet access to lend, borrow, and bank without going through middlemen or traditional banking systems, which is awesome if you know what you're doing. So DeFi is one of the fastest growing areas of blockchain and decentralized web space. It facilitates peer-to-peer -peer business transactions, and users use dApps or decentralized apps to access these types of different tools. Most of them are found on the Ethereum network, and most of those services are used for lots of different things. Again, payment transactions or coins, Ether, Polkadot, Solana, stable coins, their value is pegged to the dollar. Um, we have tokens, we have digital wallets, we have exchanges like Coinbase, uh, we've got MetaMask, we've got yield farming, I was reading through my little list here, staking, trading, borrowing, lending, it goes on and on, um, savings. Um, I mean, it goes on and on. But anyway, they're all built using smart contracts. And there's certainly no shortage of developments in this space. 
when it comes to blockchain and crypto, but the opportunities of all of this stuff can be pretty overwhelming. You know, trying to keep up with everything is is certainly a challenge, even if you're in it full time all the time, going deep on a lot of different topics, trying to keep up with all this stuff can be really, really challenging. So I want you to keep an eye out of what's coming here at Levels of Wealth. We're going to be rolling out some crypto education. This again was super high level, just basics, get things um, kind of sorted for people in the space of decentralization. But we're going to be taking on individual categories and really going deep on each and every one of them to make sure that everybody here at Levels Wealth has the information they need and are staying up to date on everything. So keep an eye out for future live streams. We're going to be, again, covering all these various topics, everything in Web3, crypto, blockchain related. Um, it's going to be a really, really cool. We're, we're in the very early startup phases of launching this thing. So I'm glad that you are here with me today. We want to keep this one kind of short and sweet and just kind of introductory. But we're looking forward to being a part of your wealth journey when it comes to the complex topics of crypto. And again, my name is Mike Walker. Excited to be here with you guys. Thanks for joining me. And we have a lot more coming. So stay tuned. Looking forward to talking with you guys more about these topics. All right. Take care, guys.